Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. I'm Carl Lamar. One nation under fraud. Completely visible. With lying and spying for all. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You never want a serious crisis to go to waste. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before. Boy, if that isn't the truth, good old Rom, good old Romy boy Emanuel. Um, remember him from the Obama days? How fun. <laughs> Anyway, did you just cringe when you're sitting in your car right now? Ugh, I know, you got the chills. You got the cringy chills uh, just even thinking about the Obama days. Well, that was a that was a picnic compared to what we have now with the, uh, the puppet string uh, Biden in there um, when they wheel him out of the ice chest and put him up on stage. It's like, it's, wow. If I see one more tweet from the White House saying how wonderful things are... <laughs> I have never, I don't think we've ever been in such a hugely desperate situation for uh, just our rights. Uh, it's it's truly amazing. Susan, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, we have a lot to talk about. You have been paying a lot of attention to the symposium. I'm so grateful to you for that. And also, uh, I'll be um, taping uh, Alex Jones tomorrow. I'll be on his show, I think, Friday and uh, tomorrow we have Erin Elizabeth coming on. She's going to talk about uh, the uh, disinformation 12 that the government now has targeted. She's one of them. And so is her other half, Mercola and Dr. Mercola. And she's going to talk about why he's erasing um, 25 years worth of articles. Also, Cassandra Levitt. And then we have um, Patrick Wood is coming in the last hour, Technocracy. We're going to talk about what citizens are doing about all of this. So that'll be really, really helpful. I just posted the information from our, our guest in the last hour, uh, who is a master's, uh, she's a master's level nurse, Ashley Grog, who works in, um, in the medical profession and at the hospital. Hospitals, but she is actually out there with Hoosiers for Medical Liberty. So she talked about religious exemption better than medical exemption because the doctors are now told they can't provide medical exemption. And so uh, I provided her links on the show label under, uh, you know, the content label under katedallyradio.com. Just go to the show header where it says show and you'll see show topics and it's right there. So you'll you'll get that. Also, Chris Ann Hall said, I'm just catching you up because I know people
people come in and out of the show. Chris Ann Hall said, when you get to the hospital, if you go to the hospital, ask them for the patient's bill of rights right off the bat. I didn't do that. I just asserted my rights, but I didn't ask for I didn't ask for that. I just said we're going to claim hospice and get them out of here if you don't treat them the way we want them treated. <laughs> so it's another creative way to do it. Uh, but in any case, um, the patient bill of rights gives them the idea that they know that you know what's going on and that you you cannot be told or forced to do anything, anything. And your, your loved one can't be. So that, and also she said, refuse the COVID test. We didn't refuse the COVID test. We should have. And um, I'd already had security called on me because I said, don't put a mask on my husband that can't breathe, even though you're wearing a mask. And so um, at, in that moment, they just went ahead and did the COVID test. So all I'm saying is she's saying, don't, you don't have to take the COVID test. You don't have to take any test. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do for your loved one. So remember that. And Alex Newman will be calling in too um, to tell us a little bit about what's going on in the Liddell Symposium um, for the election fraud. But I want to hear from you before Alex even calls in. What in the world? What, what's happening oh, there? Well, I've been watching since last night and they were supposed to have a big announcement and they kind of had to postpone that because they had something else happen. And what had happened was Mike Lindell had sent an airplane to Colorado to pick up um, the Mesa County, Colorado clerk, Tina Peters, and her and her team. And so they were flying. And while they were flying to South Dakota um, to Mike Lindell's event, her office was raided by the secretary of state, <sighs> raided. And her other assistant was not allowed to see... She's the county clerk for Mesa, Colorado. And she was the one who had information that she was bringing because when people came to tell her, you know, we're not sure about this election and we're worried there's fraud, she made a backup image of what was on the machines. Now, that's fine, but what happened was in the interim, there were um, updates by the company put on those machines and so they wanted to see she made an after image after the update and what happened today well, that was a no-no for the deepers wasn't it wow whoa and so what happened today so last night her office was raided yes. she got up just shaking with you know in intensity well, of course and uh today they put up the information and the files did not match. There were missing election files that were supposed to have been on there that once the update had occurred were now gone. And that information is supposed to be preserved um, according to federal law for 22 months. And it was gone. There were other things in there. Um, there were lots of things that um, were not supposed to be on there, such as remote mm -hmm. uh instructions for remote things and they the people looking at it in real time so everybody was seeing it at the same time so the cybersecurity experts were saying that is never supposed to be on there these things are not supposed to be in this kind of file and one of the most intense files was one called a bat file it's a batch file and a batch file is something that is custom designed and it said, um, we want to de-strengthen uh, de de this um, so that the cybersecurity was less. 
And there were several lines of code saying this in a batch file. And everybody said, you know what? That is a custom file that was there on the log A Mm -hmm. prior to the update and the log B. And so the question was, why? Why were these files um, put on this way? And why were they... Why was all this custom stuff put on there? Right. Why was the remote stuff put on there? And there was another thing that was put on there. Um, well, actually, one of the experts said, what you have to look at is deviations. Okay. Deviations regarding code, regarding law, and regarding behavior. So they found all three. They found all these efforts well and across the country, but the code, things in there that shouldn't have been in there, the law, things were supposed to have been preserved that were not preserved for 22 months. And then the strange behavior of we're coming into update and people having all these questions and unusual behaviors. So he said, any one of those, we have a right to inquire. The government is required to prove to us that our elections are fair. That's why I posed the question yesterday. I'm sorry, why are not all the politicians putting up a symposium for fraud? Why is Mike Lindell, private citizen, having to spend his money and coordination to do it? Why, where are they? They're not. As a whole, they're not doing any investigation work. Now, some showed up to the symposium, right? But as a whole, do you not think that they would... They would want to even, even if you thought it was a fair election, I can't imagine what kind of zombie would think that, but let's just say it's fair. Wouldn't you want to make sure and stand up for that and have, be tra- and say, oh, well, look, see, everything's great. You know, look at all of our information. It's just that none of, no one in government is doing this. It just surprises me. Well, she, um, her name is um, Tina Peters, and she is the only one in Colorado doing this. And so she is now the target of the wrath of the Secretary of State. And, And there was something that I learned too, and I didn't realize that, that the Secretary of States and the election directors are part of two nonprofits. And these nonprofits get money from the election vendors. And so it is a complete conflict of interest that the people who are supposed to be monitoring and ensuring the quality of our elections are part of charities that are getting money from the vendors who are providing the election equipment and paper and Zuckerberg donated. And it's dark money as a way to funnel it to these election officials. So yet another thing, you just had no idea that there were two um, separate organizations. And it's ridiculous that, how did we not know this? The National Association of State Election Directors. I guess you have to be part of it. Um, And not to say that everybody who donates, because sometimes the game is, if you want to play and get our support, you have to donate. It's it's that kind of corruption. Right. But there's, I can't imagine a reason that you would need to belong to those nonprofits that are taking money from the vendors who do the elections. I can't. That is such a violation of propriety. It looks bad. Therefore, it is bad. So there was just that whole thing. And I thought, you know what? Um, there are remedies to this, mm-hmm. but Tina Peters was she was so brave, and she said this about the, the hats sec- off to her. Yes, she said, 
<laughs> we have a secretary of state that is drunk with power. <laughs> she is. <laughs> yes. Yes. She is. She's yes. A total lib and she's just horrendous. Go ahead. Right. She makes emergency decrees, and when we query her, she refuses to answer in violation of the state law. When I started having citizens come to me and tell me that something didn't seem right in our local city elections from years ago to our 2020 election, I said, if there is a there there, we will do something about it. I'm a Republican, I'm a conservative, and she's not, and she weaponizes her position to attack people who disagree with her. So... They were looking at these logs in real time, and then something else happened. One of the um, specialists, his name is Watkins, said, I've just been told by my lawyers that um, one of her team, one of Tina's team, took the hard drives illegally. And first they said, oh, she released a password. And they put the password in the media. And she goes, that's the Secretary of State's password that she's trying to blame on us. And then the routers disappear and they're saying, oh, the hard drives. They said, oh, that is um, somebody from her team. And she gets up and she said, absolutely not. So it is just incoming as hard as it can be because she dared to say, wait a minute. Yeah. Let's look at these files. And now that the files have just been preliminary, preliminary, yeah. preliminary, preliminary, you know, I know. I'm looked at, yeah, 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 preliminary. <laughs> preliminarily looked at, there it is, um, they said there is plenty here to start digging, this is just the first, we didn't know, they didn't know what they were going to find, maybe it was all going to be copacetic and look fine, just, turns out, mm-hmm. big, big question marks, gee, look at the shock and awe on my face, <laughs> This big, is big. such a show. It's amazing. It's amazing what they're willing to do to cover up fraud. And really, you can't. You can't. Um, I love this woman that's standing up to it. Be right back. And Mike Lindell for having that symposium. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I feel a sin coming on I feel a rock that's about to go wrong I got a shiver down to the bone I feel a sin coming on Boy, yeah. Like I said yesterday, I really could play this as the bumper for the entire... (laughs) show every day isn't that what we're always talking about it's always the insanity of of all of the crooks and liars and and crapola that we're all having to deal with and sift through that's why when people have this sort of um approach that i'm just so cynical and um and flowers and rainbows for all and isn't life peachy I'm almost in awe of those people because I don't know how, I don't know how you can look at what's going on and think that, but I, there are Americans that do. Um, let me play this. This is going on right now. This Mike Lindell symposium that Susan is talking about, where they are uncovering election fraud, and of course, this is the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Here you go. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. 
All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Awesome. And the code word is Kate, K-A-T-E, that was on the screen. Kate, K-A-T-E, gets you all of those savings and I would do it. I would do it. Support him, support Truth and Radio and get the best products uh, for bedding and bath uh, that I've ever had, actually. I love the towels. I love the bedding. I love the down comforters are amazing. Um, and uh, the robes, the loungewear, the dog beds, uh, you name it, they've, they've chosen the very best and that's the line at my pillow. So, and my pillow, if you snore, get the blue label because it will stop snoring. That's the big secret. No one knows that. And they only sell it on the website. Go to mypillow.com and get the blue label pillow that they don't even sell in stores and it can help with snoring. So, all right. Uh, Susan is with me. And um, boy, I just, anyway, it, it's just hard to fathom all this. It's like, well, which set of lies would you like to talk about today, I Susan? Know, um, I know. <laughs> I, I think the truth is that when you are exposed to things that are going on, mm -hmm. it's hard to accept sometimes because yeah. it's overwhelming. But it, if it was going on and you were unaware, you don't want to be that in that state either. You don't want to live in a utopia that isn't real. Well, you can is, handle the truth. Yeah. And, and this is why this is very similar to me. I call out Common Core, the curriculum, and the teachers are butthurt that I am calling out the curriculum that they're so territorial over and they think I'm attacking them. That's not true. Okay. I'm not attacking them. I'm attacking the curriculum. Same thing with the doctors and nurses. I'm not attacking them. I'm attacking the protocol that they're using. It's right. the same thing as a curriculum. Yeah. Okay. They're told to do it. They hang on fiercely to it. They become very tribal about it. And then they say, this is the best we have to offer somebody. It's not. And then they come after me and say, you're mean and you're horrible and, and you're attacking nurses and doctors. Good people. I know you're all heroes. Got it. Um, okay. So, so that's the, that's the similarity and they get to, into this victim class kind of thing. And I'm trying to say, no, it's your protocol. No, it's your curriculum. And this is where the disconnect is. They can be willfully ignorant. And that's the problem is if they know that this uh, it's a bad curriculum or a bad protocol, they should be speaking up. That's right. They should be saying something about it and bucking the system. But they don't. And when they when they put their head in the sand and they follow along, even though people die and they're following along with this thing going, oh, yeah, it's the very best. COVID's killing everybody. We can't do anything about it. That's not okay. So willful ignorance is not okay, no matter whether you're a teacher with a common core curriculum or you got over here with protocols. It's not okay to do that. No, it's unethical. And a lot of times it's actually criminal to be willfully blind, to turn yes. a blind eye. So I, in, 
I was listening in the car to Dr. Shiva, who was speaking at the symposium, and he had run for a Senate seat, Senate mm-hmm. seat in Massachusetts, and he was just talking about the fallout from that, how on election day in the primary, they had run some nobody against him, and he thought he was everywhere. He had a national campaign. People were donating from everywhere. And he, in the county that was hand-counted, he won by 10%. Every other county that was machine counted, he lost 40-60. And so he said, wait a minute, something's not right here. So he said, well, I'm going to do a write-in campaign, write-in. So he started that, but he also started complaining about the lack of transparency that he had a right to, to see certain things from the Secretary of State, because he was writing to her saying, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So... He found out that she had contacted, this is what he said, Twitter to have him taken off, that what he was putting out was misinformation. He said, no, I was criticizing her behavior, just like what you're talking about, where you criticize behavior. Yeah. And so he also said that he ended up in court and no lawyer would represent him. So he said that it was me against three lawyers from the Secretary of State's office in Massachusetts and three lawyers from Twitter all against me. So one of the things he discovered was a document. And you remember the Integrity Project, Election Integrity Project. Um, There is now the Election Integrity Partnership connected to the Atlantic Council and Stanford University. Mm -hmm. And basically what they say is, There is so much misinformation in our our country's media, not outside, but inside our country, that there's a gap, that there's not agencies that handle that. Let's take a call. Thank you, Susan. Let's take a call from Alex Newman, a reporter at large, journalist, writer, author, presenter, speaker. Uh, You're very busy, Alex. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Kate? Oh, good. You do some amazing work, and my hat's off to you. You're over at the Lindell Symposium. Susan and I were just talking about it. She's been viewing it and trying to keep up on this. And tell us what's been going on. Well, it's been uh, another action-packed day. They spent a lot of the day going through uh, some of these files that have been pulled uh, off of these voting systems. Mm. Uh, Very interesting stuff. We've had some new revelations. They have identified files that uh, definitely should not be there, including a file that weakens the, uh, the security hardening of the system, which you know, somebody needs to explain why that was there, where it came from. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, they're saving some more very big announcements for tomorrow. Uh, we just had a gentleman right now stand up, uh, Mr. Keschel, uh, Captain Keschel, I guess uh, former military, and he said that uh, Texas had now confirmed that they were going to be moving forward with this, uh, with this audit, mm-hmm. that I guess the governor is going to step in and support So a lot of interesting stuff going on. And actually, after I talked to you, they had uh, the whistleblower come out. They had uh, she is a uh, county clerk in Mesa County, Colorado. And while she was on the plane on the way to this symposium, Mm -hmm. the secretary of state there, a rabid radical Democrat, actually raided her office. They sent in state agents and started going through all her stuff. And it's just unbelievable (laughs) what's going on here, Kate. I I just. Uh, there are t- I have been so without words the last 19 months. I don't. E- 
I, I find myself in this predicament a lot. I don't even know what to say anymore because it's so outlandish. But what is the what is the overall like mood there? I mean, you're there with a lot of people and a lot of people f- representing a lot of people. So it is an invite only a situation. And uh, are 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 minds just getting blown by all of this? Right. What, yes. What are you uh, finding? There, there are actually representatives here uh, with, I think, more than 48 states. I think they got up to 49 states today. We've got a lot of uh, state representatives, state senators. We have uh, people involved in elections, a lot of media here, including some fake media. We have uh, CNN, the mm. Communist News Network is here. But um, uh, all these legislators are basically just absorbing all of this information and then the expectation is that they're going to go back to their states and we're going to get uh, forensic audits in every state and um, you know that, that's essentially right. what needs to be done right. uh, the, the evidence is so massive it's so overwhelming no reasonable Jeez. person could sit here and look at all this and say oh everything was fine with the 2020 election let's just pretend like nothing happened it's just beyond comprehension yeah. and so all these representatives and senators here are going to have to go home and they're going to have to share this with their colleagues and something is going to have to be done. so do you think they're angry enough to actually do something i mean to actually have this kind of be a ground swell because that's the hardest part is getting some traction in anything happening because they seem to be shut down anyone voices anything is like this gal her office is raided so do you think we could have a groundswell from this? Well, there is a groundswell building, and I'll tell you, I, I know a lot of the, the uh, elected officials here uh, from different states across the union, and they are bound and determined that we're not going to lose our country. Uh, we just had Dr. Sheba yeah. up on the stage talking about the need to build a, uh, a bottom-up movement. He talked about how uh, the state of Massachusetts, he, he was a, a candidate for U.S. Senate right. in Massachusetts, and they rigged the election there. And then when he started talking about it and putting the evidence up on Twitter, he found out through a lawsuit that he's involved in right now. And he just shared this with us. I've actually interviewed him about it for The New American. You can find that at newamerican.com as well. Uh, He found out through the discovery process in the lawsuit that the state of Massachusetts had a direct line of communication. They are trusted partners of Twitter. And they sent that uh, request over to Twitter for them to take down Dr. Shiva's account, for them to shut down everything he was doing. And uh, Twitter complied. So you have a situation now documented, we've got the documents, where the government is telling the social media companies to silence political candidates who are exposing fraud in their own elections. This is, I mean, it's just so far beyond outrageous. You don't even know what word to use to describe it anymore. It's gangsterism. It's banana republic level stuff. Jeez. Wow. And you know what's interesting to me, too? is that Mike Lindell, a private citizen, had to do this. You don't see government, like, trying to do everything that Mike Lindell just put together. They'll go, and I'm happy for that, and let's start a groundswell. But it's so interesting to me how many politicians out there put their head in the sand and said, oh, yeah, everything's great, everything's great. <laughs> and they know it's yep. not because it's their own races. You know what I mean? So I that'll be really interesting. Woo. Yeah, and the movement building, Kate, is not going to be possible to ignore anymore. Yeah. I mean, any elected official that wants to pretend like this is not happening uh, is, is is simply not going to be able to get away with it. So now the question is, can this be resolved? Uh, and how can it be re- resolved? Actually, we had a state senator from Virginia here yesterday who's running for governor, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've interviewed her before on this topic, and YouTube took it down right away. Her name is Amanda Chase, and she was explaining how they have stolen the state. Now they've stolen the House, they've stolen the Senate, they've stolen the governor's race, and now they are packing all the courts with their minions to make sure that there are no judicial remedies through the courts for all this fraud that's going on. Right. So this is essentially a coup d'etat that's happening. It's a revolution, a market right. takeover of our country. Foreign actors involved. They've got the data and the, the uh, files to prove it. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's not an option to just allow this to happen. And, and even if you're a Democrat and you're happy that Orange Man is gone and, you know, whatever, you need to recognize that if the American people completely lose control over their elections, it's over. doesn't matter done. where you fall yep. on the political spectrum. Psychopaths gonna, will yep. take advantage of this, and it's done. We're going to go out a break. Alex Newman, thank you. Look to the New American. So he thanks. publishes there. Thank you so much. Alex Newman, what a hero. I'm over at the Lindell Symposium to showcase the fraud. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Something for me. Something you call love. And now someone else is getting all your best. These boots are made for you. can tell if you were in studio right now that we both love this song. <laughs> I need the mini skirt. Right? I love it. Welcome, Kay Daly Show. Last uh, Nancy Sinatra. Little Nance. Little Nancy. Uh, welcome back. And uh, wow, what a two weeks it's been. I tried to explain the last two weeks to people, and it's just been uh, a whirlwind. A big thank you to Alex Newman uh, for being at the uh, Lindell Symposium. And uh, you were talking about this, too, because you were noticing everything he was saying. And it's just amazing, Susan. Um, by the way, just... Just because fact sheet, fact sheet they give you with the uh, Moderna vaccine. This, these are the reasons that you can't take the vaccine. Um, if you've had allergies, if you've had myo um, uh, myocarditis, thank you, myocarditis. <laughs> Apparently, I can't read. Uh, have a fever, have a bleeding disorder, are immune, immunocompromised, or on a medicine that affects your immune system. Here's the, here's the zinger. You ready for this one? Are pregnant or plan to become pregnant? Hmm. Yeah. Are breastfeeding or have received another COVID-19 vaccine? It says it on the fact sheet when you get the vaccine. If you want to have a baby at some point, you might not want this, this thing in your body. Um, okay, so I'm going to take the call in just a moment. I'll take the caller in just a second, but I just wanted to say get over to Balance of Nature. Please get healthy. Uh, get healthy because I don't know what's being dropped on us. I don't know what is going on with the pneumonia in the summertime and the fact that they're labeling everything COVID, but COVID flu, COVID pneumonia, COVID everything. But let me just say, you you have the ability right now to shore up your immune system, so do it. Okay, this is a choice you get to make. I'm just saying Balance of Nature was the best product I've seen out there for a food supplement. Go to balanceofnature.com, use the code word Kate. You'll get uh, 35% off and free shipping. They'll ship it out immediately. And you get a free health coach 
to talk to, and you will love this product. All the testimonials you hear are real. 31 fruits and vegetables a day, and the drink is amazing because the drink actually levels blood sugars. It actually um, can help with cravings. It's great for lowering cholesterol. I mean, all the things to make you healthy. And so please, by all means, get to balanceofnature.com. Use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. How Hi. are you? I'm good. How are you? Go right ahead. I'm doing well. Hey, I've been watching Michael and Dell's uh, symposium, and I saw that part where they found those batch files, and they were, you know, they were saying they didn't have any expertise in batch files. Well, the last five years of my career as a software engineer, I worked with a lot of batch files. And the thing about batch files is they're used to configure things and copy things. And, and um, I, where I worked, I actually automated a computer lab that had thousands of computers, and we tested memory, and I used these batch files to um, script basically the tests or the unique tests for each one of those boards, and there mm-hmm. were thousands of them. And so I, I used to kind of laugh and say, you know, that I created a virus because it was kind of the same concept where mm-hmm. I would send a batch file to this board and it would execute it. And, and what a batch file is, is it's basically a, com, a, a, a program that doesn't have to be compiled. Mm-hmm. And so it, the operating system, so like MS-DOS or Windows, or and batch files are kind of a lost art because they came out with MS-DOS, and, you know, once Windows came along, you don't see a lot of batch files anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the fact that those batch files are there, those are basically they've left their tracks behind. That's right. When you send a batch file, a batch file cannot delete itself. Right. Right. The operating system won't allow it. Hmm. And so it's very difficult for a batch file to delete, to delete itself or cover up its tracks. Right. Thank you. So wow. when you found those batch files, you're basically finding their tracks on the, on the machine. Hmm. Thank you for that. Really appreciate that. Evidence. Oh, yeah, evidence. And they <laughs> also name that batch file dehardening. So really? usually you're trying to harden your systems against cyber attacks. And this was called dehardening and they laughed and they said why would you name it that and it's one line provided a new trusted provider another disabled protection on domain databases another disables encryption on all the databases and it so these were the things that you would not want to do and yet somebody wrote a batch file to deharden the system and so they were very curious about why that would be what would be the motive of doing that? I also wanted to say they were talking about how they found um, cell phone cards in mm-hmm. some of the machines. Right. So why would you need a little cell phone SIM card in some of the machines if they were not supposed to be connected to outside sources? They said an easy way to test is just pull up a hotspot on your phone. And if the machines respond, you know they can be connected to the Internet. So they said it's just um, because they said people will say, oh, there's an air gap that you can't. It's not directly connected to the Internet. Well, there's other ways to connect to networks. 
Right. And once you enter into a network, you can enter into many, many networks. So it was fascinating to see all these experts talking about, wait a minute, look at this. Oh, look at this. And you thought, wow, no wonder they raided her office. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, it was an act of heroism. I'm sure there was some trepidation because she didn't even know what they would find. Yeah. And there it is. And so that's just the beginning. They said, this is only the beginning. But other people with 48 states there, we heard from a lot of people in different states about the fights they were involved in to get their states to comply with subpoenas, with investigations, and to have a full forensic audit, not just a partial audit, but a full forensic audit. So they are fighting tooth and nail with a lot of these uh, states And one woman from Utah stood up and she said, it's interesting that in my state, every government uh, agency and office has third party oversight except education and elections. (laughs) It's true, though, right? Right. I mean, that's no third party oversight. So this we are entitled to know if this is right or not. We're not just troublemakers. We are entitled as citizens to know if this was right or not. And if they're deleting files and batches and creating special programs, holy cow, this is a lot to absorb all at once. Yeah. And what's what's interesting is there's a lot of people that have been conned into the idea that, oh, these are bits and scraps. It didn't it didn't it couldn't have manifested into the whole election. Right. The problem is they don't understand that these bits and scraps are all over. It's just they're seeing it. They're able to see it in certain places because they've tried so hard to hide it. Um, the system changes the numbers. So when every state uploaded their stuff to federal, right, for the federal right. election, then if you if you didn't know what you were looking for, you couldn't have found it. But if you, if you did, you could have found it. But they actually take it and uh, the software is designed to sort of hide in the back and 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 um, produce results that are like, you know, thousand times one vote, Um, you know, um, a a, a vote divided by a thousand. I mean, honestly, the changing of the system when it went from state to federal, when they gave the results over. And so this will be interesting to see if there's a groundswell on this. I would hope there is. Well, I think people didn't have the information. They didn't have the technical information and it's getting out. It's getting out. But the media, of course, is creating a barrier uh, the, the you know the dinosaur media. Dr. Shiva said that he found out that in all the counties that he lost forty sixty, um, that they didn't actually count votes; they count images of votes. So he that's what he petitioned the Secretary of State. He said, "I can I get those images so to see what actually got counted?" And they said, "Oh no, we don't keep those." He goes, "Aren't you supposed to be keeping them for twenty two months?" Yes, they were, and that's when they went after him. <laughs> That's when they said, "Uh oh, we got to get you know, we can't let him pull the uh, plug on this and let everybody see what's going on behind the scenes." People haven't really cared as much as they do now. I don't mm-hmm. think it's not been as much of a national swell, and people from all over the world are watching this. Right. 
because, you know, it's ironic our soldiers went over to ensure free and fair elections of people in other countries. They stood and watched as people got in line, long lines, and then dipped their fingers in purple ink. I've seen this myself in other countries as I have voted. They want a free and fair vote. Our military supported that. So people say, why hasn't our military and our cyber command stepped in to do this? Well, we actually don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. Hmm. I mean, we haven't seen much evidence of anything they are doing, but, you know, I, I, who knows? I mean, I wish I could see more. Well, you know, know, one of the theories is. And right away. (laughs) This had to be a groundswell that more and more people had to wake up to this before there would be a release of anything that people might shrug their shoulders at and say, oh, well, that's just our. Our government, it's not real. These are just average people. They call them the uh, super moms who get involved and make sure things happen and raise awareness in different states. So it's actually very impressive to see how this has all been pulled together. It's really, really impressive. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I don't know if you guys want to comment on all of this. It's a lot. It seems overwhelming, too, because you know that this was going on all over the place. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know. We've never had this happen in history. So then what happens? You know what I mean? If they're able to do it, then what? Uh, that would be a very interesting discussion because it hasn't been done. So I don't know anyone's answer could be certain on that. I don't I don't know that anyone would have the answer on that because we don't we've just never had this to this extent in the middle of a presidency, like what would happen if it was that's right fraud. And I think there's a reason for that. Dr. Shiva read this from, it's called the long fuse, this Atlantic report. And he read this paragraph, the long fuse, the long fuse, Mm -hmm. um, misinformation in elections and what to do about it. It says U S elections are decentralized. Almost 10,000 state and local election officers are primarily responsible for the operation of elections. Dozens of federal agencies support this effort, including cybersecurity and infrastructure, Structure Security Agency, that's the CISA, that said we had a perfect election within the Department of Homeland Security. And then um, also the FBI, Mm -hmm. uh, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Defense. However, this report says, none of these federal agencies has a focus on or authority regarding election misinformation originating from domestic sources within the United States. Yeah, you know why they don't have authority is because we have a First Amendment. And so they're saying, wait a minute, this is a problem. It says this limited federal role reveals a critical gap for non-governmental entities to fill. In other words, let's get a nonprofit going that can manage misinformation during elections. It says increasingly pervasive mis- and disinformation, both foreign and domestic, creates an urgent need for collaboration across government, civil society, media, and social media platforms. Well, they are hell-bent on making sure that any disinformation, including accusations of fraudulent behavior on the part of our officials, Mm -hmm. doesn't make it uh, to be seen. They are hell bent on this and they are getting, they have money. And so, so we'll see because this grassroots effort is bubbling up. It is bubbling. Well, let's. The more hope. it's canceled, the more it bubbles. Good. That's let's hope. We we are at a twenty year high for inflation. I know. We have a mandatory um, uh, loss of of body autonomy coming our way, and and we live in America. Uh, by the way, America, Delta, and Southwest will not mandate the employees to get shots. That's interesting. 
I did not expect that. I thought for sure they would all be on board. Um, and uh, just to kind of give you an idea, Hawaii is going to reimpose restrictions. We have a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, look at the damage that's been done in this last six months it's, even. I'm just It's horrified. incalculable. <laughs> yeah. Really. You can't even yeah. calculate it. And so, today was supposed to be a walkout day to protest yeah. um, mandatory vaccines. Right. So maybe that's why some companies have backed off. The black market for um, blank vaccination cards grows. <laughs> Can you imagine why? And um, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. And yeah, there's just, uh, yeah. You know what though? You were born for this. I was reminding a friend today. You're born for this time. You, there's no other time in which you can have the influence that you can have now. So just be influential. Help. And let's get information out and get people educated. You know, my education over 19 months led to the way that we had to deal with, the, with you know, uh, put, getting my husband care. <laughs> the right kind of care. And it's only because I knew what I was talking about that I felt confident. And that education gives you confidence. And make sure that you're getting that education too. Really appreciate you listening in today. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. And of course, everything's up on um, on the website as far as information goes that you need, websites and so forth. KateDallyRadio.com under show under the show uh, topics. Be faithful, be fearless. See you tomorrow with Aaron Elizabeth and Patrick Wood.